Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Ball.com presentation. Find us at Hootball Gaming on Twitter as a show and then as a family and as a community at Hootball Tweets or at Hootball Fantasy for uh, basketball heavy content. And speaking of which, Hootball 360 is out and running. We're in our full second week now and things are going really well so far and we appreciate all the feedback and the support from each and every one of you who has signed up to some sort of the pass. Uh, We have the DFS pass for uh, the upcoming basketball season and then on top of that the uh, fantasy pass for the Aaron Bruski 150, the award-winning rankings for fantasy basketball over the last decade. Um, got the wager pass that, you know, um, a lot of my picks go into. And then Dan Bespris, you know, with the fantasy content as well and the rest of the team that put a lot of effort into it. If you want to win your fantasy leagues, it's a small investment and it's going to be an ROI that is very, very profitable. Um, Other than that, the show is brought to you by Manscaped.com, brought to us by Manscaped.com. And the lawnmower 3.0 just came out. It's fully electric, waterproof technology, and uh, very versatile. goes well with all the rest of their other products, such as their beard balms and their other uh, face care products for uh, us gentlemen. You can use promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0, to get 20% off and free shipping. And then that will get you taken care of over there at manscaped.com. Let them know that we sent you. Me specifically, Devin, tell him. And um, talked about the premium, talked about sponsorship. Got a really decent show today, going to be a little shorter. Thursday night action's a little short. Got some games I'm looking ahead to, and um, we got some other cancellations that happened, so we got to look at some pivot spots. I lost a couple games on my card. Um, I just submitted 69 picks on tally site, which Hoopball is the number one. Uh, college football um, media organization on tally site for this football season as of right now. 
So um, that's very exciting. I'm sure if you follow us on Twitter, you saw the blast. And um, we are um, doing well as a team over here in this division. Going to have a bunch of football-heavy content coming up to get you primed up for the weekend. Got, you know, less than a week for college basketball. Um, so that's very exciting. We're going to unravel a bunch of things. The NBA draft, you know, I didn't talk about the picks and I didn't really post them. But right before the draft started, I took, you know, an under bet of 18 and a half for Cole Anthony's draft position at plus 127. And then I also went under eight and a half for Killian Hayes. And um, that worked out for me. And then Vince, if you guys recall, and guys, if you recall, gave out the plus 160 to Anthony Edwards being the number one pick way back uh, on Monday. And then we saw the odds plummet down to about, you know, minus 340, I think it was, right before the draft started. So 3-0 in the NBA draft picks for a nice little fun side uh, prize money fund. And then, you know, we can roll that draft money right into the upcoming NBA season and invest very smartly, as well as the college basketball season. Tons of games going to be starting up here soon. We're going to have some team profiles put together and write uh, write-ups, and then we're going to be able to get digging into that stuff a whole lot more here soon. It'll be probably the focal point of the podcast. Vincent is very, very um, – fluent in college basketball as I am. So, but right now we got college football to talk about tonight. There's supposed to be two games, Utah State and Wyoming was going to be the other game, but it was canceled due to COVID. And so that leaves us with the one game college slate and that's Tulane going on the road, taking on number 25 ranked Tulsa. They're getting six and a half points over under 53 and a half. It's kind of moved around that area. I think it's up to 45 or I'm sorry, 44 now. And, um, I'll just kind of start with the you know fact that both these teams are on winning streaks. Tulane's on a three-game winning streak, and freshman quarterback Michael Pratt has gotten the Tulane offense to at least 30 points in all six of his starts. They made the switch from Keon Howard, who was a starter last year or most of last year. Now, the Tulane offense, like I said, at 30 points in all of his six starts uh, for Michael Pratt. And the flip side of it is that Tulsa has not allowed an opponent to score 30 points or more this season and are on a four-game winning streak themselves. And I think for me, a major thing to look for is the fact and, uh, you know, the effectiveness of what the Green Wave run game can be. It needs to be effective tonight. It needs to be able to, you know, give the offense some things to work with. But um, this Tulsa defense is very, very stout. Very aggressive on the front end with Zayden Collins, the linebacker, probably has a chance to be an All-American. And then you've got um, Tulane on the flip side on the defense for them. They've got Patrick Johnson, who leads the country in sacks with 10. And Tulane as a team is 29th in sacks. So, you know, I think we could see some um, offensive line play exposed in this game specifically from the linebacker in the pass rush positions. If the coverage is good enough on the back end, then I think we're going to see a good amount of sacks collectively for both teams. Or just a whole bunch of pressures and hurries and, you know, uncomfortable quarterback play. 
So I've got a couple different ways that I'm looking at this. I'm going to toss, you know, one or two out. I know for sure that I like the total to go under 53 and a half. Um, I just feel really good about these defenses. The winds right now are clocking at 14 miles per hour. And um, there's a system that I've tracked from 2005 that's hitting at 58% with a large sample size of, you know, wind of at least 13 miles per hour or more in the under. Um, it's very simple, just two-point data and um, profitable, big winning percentage. And on top of the defensive play of this uh, matchup, I, I really do like that Tulane, you know, they they try to run the ball quite often, and they they're successful with 5.3 yards per rush, but Tulsa allows less than four yards per rush, so that'll be a matchup. Um, so, like I said, the under 53 and a half, um, you could get 54 and a half if you wanted, um, and it looks like it's actually gone up to 55. So, a lot of opposite movement from what I think is going to happen. So that's a little. Um, I don't know if it's worrisome because I like my analysis. So, but um, just some keynotes and side notes really for Tulane. They've missed a lot of tackles. And this is just from film that I watched that I noticed things. They missed a lot of tackles, um, specifically against Central Florida. Their rush defense needs to clean it up. Um, Zach, uh, I'm sorry, Zach Smith, the Tulsa quarterback, he's pretty sloppy with the ball to start the game. And it takes them a while to get settled in, usually about a quarter to a quarter and a half. So they're going to try to establish the run, I believe, both teams early. Red zone defense, Tulane's actually been pretty solid in. And then they need to figure out how to move the ball. Um, you know, Michael Pratt specifically, you know, he needs to be consistent with his throws, make some good clean reads, and then hopefully he gets help with uh, clean pockets around his feet. But – I'm going to probably toss out a couple different ones, you know, plays out that is talking about this game once, uh, you know, the wager pass goes out and um, might have some other really fun stuff to look at. Uh, man, there's a game I've been looking at and I'm not able to decide what I want to do with it. And that's... Uh, you know, it's a, it's a Friday night game, so it's tomorrow. It's Syracuse and Louisville. Um, as of late, when I say Louisville's kind of, you know, they've been playing a little bit better. Um, they lost two in a row, but before that, they handled Florida State the way they should have. Um, they didn't look that great against Virginia, but parts of their defense are starting to click a little bit, and Syracuse has trouble moving the ball in general. They're an inefficient offense, and uh, Louisville actually averages 6.5 yards per play. Syracuse gives up 5.6. Um, red zone scoring percentage goes to Louisville. They're a little bit better in that department. They're overall, they're just a better offensive team. And I don't know if Syracuse is going to be able to match up with them for the full entirety of the game. Right now, the spread's at 19. I'm not looking at a spread play. I'm probably looking at maybe the over. Um, I want to look at 
some more angles as far as first half, first quarter for either side. So first half team total for Louisville is 20 and a half. Eight and a half for Syracuse. I could see Syracuse getting a field goal and a touchdown. That's not too far off. First quarter. Hmm. Nine and a half right now for Louisville. And then for Syracuse, it's a half point. So all you gotta do is get a field goal, get lucky or whatever. More to come on that. I'm gonna do a full on game write up. One game I wanna highlight though for this weekend is a huge, huge Sunbelt matchup. Big, big Sunbelt matchup. And that's gonna be Appalachian State and Coastal Carolina. Top of the top of the conference here, creme of the crop. Um, both teams run the ball at least 62% of the time. It's going to be a smash mouth game. Both teams complete at least 65% of their passes. Both teams at least are 50% or better on third down conversions. Coastal Carolina, a little more efficient in the red zone scoring department. I think that can honestly be a major part of what decides this game. Um, both teams hold their opponents under five yards per play. Both teams are under... Uh, 0.3 opponent points per play. Um, App State seems to have a little bit better of a passing defense as far as completion percentage to their opponent goes, but Coastal Carolina stifles uh, their opposition on third down, only allowing a 25.35 third down conversion percentage. Um, this is going to be a really, really fun game, and it's uh, evenly matched up. Um, as far as injuries and whatnot, um, it looks like Dietrich Harrington, one of the running backs for App State, is going to be out. And right now, um, Thomas Hennigan, a wide receiver for the Mountaineers, or he's listed as questionable. And then there's no one on the injury report for Coastal Carolina. Just look at a couple matchup stats to highlight this game a little further. And... Um, Okay, so I think this is going to be a big difference here. Um, Coastal Carolina only allows 3.9 yards per rush to their opponents. And uh, App State gives up 4.4. doesn't seem like a lot, but um, the fact of the matter is, like I said, this is going to come down to the run game, and whoever does it better is, or whoever defends it better is going to end up on top. And then I think time of possession and penalties is going to play a huge part. Um, Coastal Carolina right now, 9.9 um, .9 penalty yards per penalty, which is 104th worse in the country. But they are only called for three penalties per game, which is second best in the country, and number four, uh, fourth ranked, 29.8 uh, penalty yards per game. So very low in that department. Uh, and then they also um, – control the ball uh, in the time of possession department 59.31% of the time, which is fifth best in the country. I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. I'm still on Coastal Carolina. They're a five-point favorite at home. I'm going to roll that. I'm going to take that, and I'm going to keep backing 
the uh, Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. You can see their undefeated season keep going. And actually, you can find four and a halfs right now. It opened at four. Um, fives are out there. Uh, Over-unders at 48. Uh, opened at 50. So it's come down a little bit. Thinking this is probably going to be a closer game than what it was supposed to be. Um, so yes, I like this one a lot. Real briefly on the college sector, then I'll jump over to Thursday Night Football for the NFL, um, is um, a quick Mountain West Conference game, and that's San Jose and Fren uh, Fresno State, Saturday, 7 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. Um, I really like San Jose State, minus 2.5, under the key number of 30. I like the under of 60.5 for the simple fact that San Jose State has a solid defense, and Fresno also does. They have a uh, very underrated defense, but San Jose could argue that, that they have the best in the Mountain West ahead of San Diego State since they beat them. Um, and they're looking to go 5-0 and for the first time in program history, I think. Uh, might have happened once or twice. Nick Starkle um, is a phenomenal quarterback, and uh, he's got them rolling right now. Look for him to get them uh, to a nice 5-0 and start. And I think they win by at least six, Fresno State. All right, I want to talk about mybookie.ag, the other show's sponsor for today. Before I jump into the NFL side, I found a couple other plays I think I like a little more. But before I do, I want to talk about uh, our promo code with them, which is HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. You use that, you're going to get 100% initial deposit match. You're going to receive good customer service, great customer service, a selection in different types of games that you can play. They have casino-style games. They've got card games, blackjack, poker. It's very fun. Um, I've started playing more of the blackjack stuff, and it's enjoyable. But like I said, you use that promo code, get some free money on us, use it on some of these picks for college football, um, since that's where we're dominating right now. And, uh, you know, but win and get paid with mybookie.ag. Let them know that we sent you. All right, so Thursday Night Football tonight. It features Arizona and Seattle. Arizona, they are getting, I think it's now three. Yep, it opened at five and a half. They're getting three over under 57. Um, I already, you know, feel that the game could go over uh, very strongly. Um, Arizona always plays Seattle tough. They, they do. Um, it's that blitz scheme that they run. Seattle doesn't block well against it. They don't really understand how to balance the block scheme with exotic zone blitzes, and it confuses their line a lot. That's why you see a lot of free rushers on Russell Wilson and him having to create a bunch of stuff. Him having to cook. So I'm just looking at the over 57. Um, going to probably look at some props, player props. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking about some players and uh, some props that could potentially be out there. I want to see what Kyler Murray's completions are. Pull those up real quick here. Over 25 and a half passing completions. Yes, I like that. I do. I think that's a nice, nice little 
sprinkle there to give something interesting to tonight. Real quickly before I lock it in, I just want to see what his – I know he's throwing the ball very efficiently lately, but I want to see how many um, completions and attempts he's been taking as of late because he does run the ball a lot. So he has not thrown for 25 completions in two straight games. Um, he had 26 passing complete or uh, attempts against Miami, which who actually has a decent pass defense. I mean, yeah, 25 and a half is not a bad number for him based off of his season's production. He's ran the ball at least 10 times, four straight games, 11 times in the last two. That could come down, especially since uh, the Seattle Knights scheme has stopped his running. But um, to be honest, I, I like that over 25 and a half completions. This Seattle defense is uh, susceptible to the pass. So look for that. That's my Thursday night spiel. Um, you know, let's talk like, you know, a couple more of these games and um, we'll just go ahead and wrap this on up and get it out of here so we can listen to it. Uh, New England minus 130 on the money line. Um, that's going to be something that I am very confident in this weekend against the Houston Texans. They're on the road. Um, I think everyone's kind of shipping out of Houston. They're just not in it anymore. New England's starting to walk in. They got a chance to go to 500. They're going to get into the playoffs. Belichick's still coaching this team. Over-unders 49. No true opinion on that. And the spread is minus two to New England. Philly and Cleveland, I'm looking at under 47.5 because Philly has a decent run game, or run defense, run game defense. Nick Chubb is still probably going to get his a little bit after his strong return last week. But uh, Cleveland also has that strong pass rush, which we know about the Eagles' offensive line inefficiencies. So look for the under in that game. I like that a lot. And then the other game that I talked with Russ about earlier in the week, Cincinnati and Washington under 46.5. It opened at 47. So I'm taking the hook, but I like it. I think that these offenses are going to struggle. They got a lot of injuries. Alex Smith, you know, game ball or game manager kind of guy. It's amazing that he's even playing, but um, he's not going to take a ton of shots. I don't know if we're going to see a ton of big plays. And uh, defense is going to be the key focal point in this game. I think it's going to be inefficient offense and then hopefully better than subpar defense. Make sure there's no other games sticking out to me right now. I'm starting to really like... Oh, man, I should have grabbed my Kansas City minus six and a half. It's all the way up to eight now. I missed my opportunity on that. But, you know, I could honestly see them winning by 10. So let me um, – I'm going to do more research on that Chiefs minus eight and get back to you on that. I could see them definitely winning by two scores, especially since the Raiders beat the Chiefs earlier in the season. A little revenge narrative. Yeah. All right, well, that should probably do it for the NFL before I start giving out analysis that I haven't even prepared for. 
I don't want to give you guys any bad, bad things, you know. Keep an eye out on the Twitter feed for all the wager pass stuff and my free plays as well. All my write-ups and articles will be going up soon. And uh, we're going to see about continuing this recent college success and prolonging it um, into tonight's game. And, uh, you know, see if we can't grab a couple of fun little props um, to make the night a little more interesting with a two-night card or two-game card tonight. So once again, you can find us at Hoopball Gaming on Twitter, at D-A-L-E-007 for me personally. And um, at Hoopball Tweets is the motherboard. And that's where you will see uh, all the information about the Hoopball Premium, Hoopball 360 stuff, the reasonably priced, modestly priced uh, memberships for all the different passes and the packages. And if you have any questions whatsoever, um, reach out to me and uh, we'll get you taken care of. Once again, I'm sending you all of my good vibes and all of my good energies and I look forward to uh, the next one. And everyone, stay safe out there. A Hoop Bowl presentation.